Hello, my name is Tammy, and welcome to my podcast. I just wanted to give you a little bit of background before we get started. I'm a Colorado native. I've always been interested in true crime ever since I was a kid reading True Detective magazines, which some of you may not remember. I've always seen that the biggest victims in crime always appear to be women. That isn't saying that women are the only victim, but they seem to be the largest among victims. And I have loved the podcast I've listened to about true crime and wanted to participate in those podcasts as well. I did want to add a little bit of change to my podcast, and here's what it is. I'll have scenarios documented, and there'll be clues provided, and it will be up to you based on these clues to decide who the perpetrator is. This is based on serial killer history. And any true crime aficionado who loves to to solve crimes may enjoy participating in this. But ultimately, the true reason would be to sharpen your deduction skills because perpetrators are always sharpening their deduction skills to take on new victims. With that in mind, let's get started. One thing I'd like to add before we do get started is this is going to always be an adult content podcast. And for some adults, this may not be a good podcast for them to listen to either. If this is not the subject matter of your choice, please do not hesitate to skip this video or come back at a later time. Thank you, and let's get into it now. The game is afoot. Good evening, my true crime aficionados. I hope you're paying attention to life's true crimes around you and staying safe out there. And in the meantime, finding time to celebrate this month, the All Hallows Eve month, one of my favorite times of year. And paying attention to what's going on around you as far as paranormal, ghost. They throw aliens in there. I'm a little bit disappointed aliens don't have their own category. Probably give them more credibility if they did. Maybe that's why they don't. But anyway, in keeping with the season of Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, Night of the Living Dead, however you like to term it, um, I found a case that I think is really entertaining. It is still a sad case because somebody did lose their life, but depending on how you look at it, this person may have had involvement in some paranormal activities, which may have ultimately led to the solving of their case. So, with that, the game is afoot. And in 1977... In Chicago, a time that was known to be epic. It was fun, exciting, shopping. It was the fashion center of the nation. Art was there. Music was there. You could just go there and have a good time. And if you lived there, you were especially lucky. 
except for the um, a few people here and there. And on a cold winter night in Chicago in 1977, unexpectedly, there was an apartment fire that started. Only the whole apartment wasn't on fire, just a certain apartment, an apartment on the 15th floor. And when the firefighters got up there and managed to extinguish the fire, they started looking around, checking to make sure, you know, how it started, what's going on. And they proceeded to find a body on the floor. This body was naked. It had been burned very badly. It had a mattress on top of it that it was had been aflame as well. And when they picked up the mattress, the woman was nude with a knife in her chest. Now there's a couple of different types of knives I've seen in my research. One is a steak knife and one is a butcher knife. But it makes no difference what type of knife it was because it did the trick and it was a big ass knife regardless of the type of knife that it was. And she was just laying there, it was sticking out of her chest. The um, bottom of her body hadn't been burned. The whole situation was extremely exceptional to the firefighters at that point in time. So, undoubtedly, at this point, it became a homicide and a homicide investigation. So, when they came in and they checked the apartment and looked around trying to find some clues as to what had happened, um, there was a note in her notebook or by her telephone, something to that effect, and it had, get tickets for AS. There was nothing else on it. There had been a couple of phone calls that had been made, but sadly, there just wasn't much information available. And due to the fire, it had really um, accomplished the perpetrator's job in destroying a lot of the evidence. So once they had a chance to look at her body and clear her boyfriend, the boyfriend did indicate that there was jewelry that she had worn all the time. It had an emotional value to her because he's the one that purchased it for her. She was missing a pearl ring and a jade necklace. And in case you don't know, jade given to a person and given in love is extremely lucky stone to have. So we can see why she would have worn it all the time. She was a nice person, hardworking person, kind of hung out with her own culture. She didn't really have a lot of English, was still in the learning process, but had a good job and seems you know, that things were looking up for her and going well. It was really hard to understand by her friends and her family what could possibly have led to this murder. The victim had a very small friend group, and um, they wasn't sure if anybody in that friend group had been involved in it. But the detective kept going back to this note with the letters, A.S. on it. And with that, I'm going to end tonight's clues tr for True's Clues because the case isn't that long, as I said before. Um, but I think I might, I don't want to overwhelm everybody because I do have another storyline going out there that I'm working on my own. But I wanted to keep true to my True's Clues murder crime scenes and get one out there for you. So this one may be short, but it is interesting. And I hope that you've enjoyed it so far. And remember, you never know when you feel that wind upon you if it's really a wind 
or if it's somebody visiting you from the other side. Ha, 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 ha.